Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Name. It just gets so funny. Uh, this gig is so, so funny. Oh, no, Alice, we, we, we've been here. I don't know. Maybe you're not getting the notifications, um, but we've been, no, we've been here. As a matter of fact, we just getting stronger and stronger. Well, good morning. Walk, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Hey, Sandra. Hey, my love. Uh, we we welcome you this morning. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and shortly, a little bit later, we will podcast, and you can hear us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, uh, and several other places where you can catch the broadcast later for those of you who even want to listen to it while working out. Yesterday, we started something on maturity or maturity. And I told you maturity is ripeness, being ready in your due season and time. And so we're going to close this thing out today. And I'm going to give you the rest of what God gave me. Um, Yesterday, I told you we got to grow up. And so today, mature, I titled it mature and lacking nothing, mature and lacking nothing. And we're going to talk about this and I'm going to show you this in the word. And I just pray that you receive all oh, right. Thank- oh, you follow me on Instagram. Oh, or was it on my page? Awesome. Thank you. Um, if you're not subscribed to my just being LMJ to my Instagram page um, or even my personal page and you can't I have too many followers on my personal page. I do something on Mondays called Sips, Midday Sips, Spiritual Inspirational Pause. And they're about one minute messages in which um, I share some type of encouragement or something that I'm feeling. And yesterday's sip was on depression and the holidays. And so I give you tips on how to help manage your depression during the holidays. Depression is very, very real. Um, grief, uh, dealing with grief during the holidays is extremely real. And so you have to put yourself in the position to um, do a few things. You can't just let grief take over or depression because depression is real crafty. And what it does is it'll make you, you'll normalize it and you'll think that this is it. And its goal is for you to normalize it. And it's like, nope, you got to recognize it. You got to deal with it. So thank you for that, Rodney. Um, so if you're not following any of my other pages or go over to Instagram and it's at just being LMJ and follow so you can catch those midday sips. Um, Instagram is also a little bit more personal. I share some things there that I don't necessarily post to Facebook or on this page. So it's a good way to keep up with me in my outs and my bouts. Um, let's pray. Um, I'm really praying you receive this this morning. When I was going over this this morning, I had to catch myself because I kept feeling like I was about to preach in here to myself. And so uh, share the video right now. Drop it. Put it in someone's hand. Um put it in their inbox. It doesn't matter. We should not be a part of the kingdom and lacking anything. We should be mature and lacking nothing. And the only place we're going to get um, into the maturity of lacking, not, not lacking, is that we receive the things of God by faith. We receive the instruction of God and we understand God is our source. 
and that he can supernaturally supply and do absolutely everything we need him to do. So let's pray and get started today. You, you be in agreement for your own self um, <laughs> that you are growing through this process and growing in Christ. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this growth opportunity. We thank you, Father God, for you teaching us to rightly divide the word, for you showing us hmm, the way to live through Christ Jesus. Holy Spirit, we want to pause and give you way to have your way to take over this broadcast, to take over this devotional. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to your sight. Holy Spirit, we just going to pardon the way. We just going to move out the way. We just invite you in. We're going to open ourselves up. We're going to receive this word by faith. Hmm. Loving on you in our own special way. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over this broadcast. I thank you, Father God, that you give them ears to hear and eyes to see that they are reaching beyond the veil so that they can become absolutely everything in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to um, share a couple things with you because the word is going to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> It just is. Um, it's going to make you uncomfortable. And the reason that the word makes you uncomfortable is because we've been comfortable in the things of the world way too long. Like we've been super comfortable in the things of the world. And because we've been comfortable in the things of the world so long, we assume, right? We assume we in this great place. We assume we're mature. Uh, we assume that uh, we are right. And daddy God is trying to talk to us. And tell us, uh, no, you got to grow up. <laughs> like you got some things that you're missing, that you're incomplete in. And the reason that you're incomplete in these things is because you're not allowing the word to mature you in particular areas. And if the word was maturing you in the places that it, it, you, uh, you, it needed to or that you allowed it to, then the evidence would be in your fruit. Our springboard scripture for this yesterday was Ephesians 4 and 14. It says, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed, blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies. So clever, they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body of the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. For perfect perfectly as each part does its own special work it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing full of love and i said to you um several things yesterday about what maturity was um maturity comes from being in the word um the enemy is going to tap into your immature places so if you are sick of the enemy visiting you in certain places then i'm going to tell you it's time for you to grow up like, I'm going to tell you, because these are the things that the Holy Spirit has said to me. It's time for you to grow up. It's time for you to grow up in these areas. So if you're lacking in places, if things are not manifesting, if you're not seeing significant change, if you keep circling and cycling back to those same places, then I'm telling you, it's time for you to grow up. If you are easily offended, easily frustrated, overwhelmed, consumed, angry, mad, 
Um, it's, it's, it's just time for you to grow up and then you got to make a choice. I showed you in Corinthians. We went over first Corinthians 13. It says, I choose, oh, choose to put away childish things. Like I'm going to make a decision to choose to put away childish things. If you are in a position where you can still treat people any kind of way and not be convicted by it, then it's time for you to grow up. If you can gossip and not be convicted, if you can um, be mean, be haughty, um, all of these things and not be committed, convicted, then it's time for you to grow up. You're mature and you are lacking something. And the word came so that you can be mature and lack nothing. Maturity means that you can respond to your environment in an appropriate manner. Maturity is also a, a part of our psychological development process. And some of the reasons some of us experience immaturity or have what we call midlife crisis is due to the fact that we missed something in our developmental process along the way. And then so what usually happens later in life, a break or a tragedy or a divorce, something happens that stirs something in, up inside of us. And then we go into what people call a midlife crisis, or this is when you'll see 65, 70 year old women um, who are um, dressing a certain kind of way or doing certain things or people who come in and just start all this rash, weird behavior. And usually that has occurred because um, they missed something in the developmental process. Some of us had to grow up real fast and in growing up real fast, we weren't allowed to be in the stages in which we needed to play um, in the stages in which we needed to be adolescents. Some of us were pushed into very mature situations. And what I found is when people have been pushed into very mature situations early, there could be a break later on. So I tell people all the time, slow yourself down, slow yourself down, slow yourself down, slow yourself down. Um, when you Young people want to get married real quick. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but you got to understand the reality behind it because as you begin to mature and develop, right, that person has to be maturing and developing with you. And so this, the word comes so that we're mature and lacking nothing. Mature, maturity, I told you this yesterday, gives you an awareness of correct time, location, does not demand its own way. When you are in a mature place, You'll stop asking God how long. You'll, you'll stop asking him how long. You'll stop asking. It doesn't mean you don't talk to him about the process. And your questions will change from how long to what is it I need to learn here? What is it I need to receive from you? What is it I'm missing? What is it I need to get in this situation? Because I already know you promised me this thing. I already know you said this to me. So what is it I need to get in this situation? What does I need to learn from this situation? What is it I need to embrace myself for? Where am I not growing? Where am I missing it? Where has the enemy crouched in? What is going on? See, when you mature, your questions become different. You're not asking infantile, immature questions to the God we serve. You're asking more detailed, more mature questions. Why? Because you know you need these answers for the next season in your life. And so when we are mature, we're aware of the correct time. We're aware of the location. We're aware where we're supposed to be. We have a clear comprehension of our life's purpose, our direction, um, intentional and meaning. There is meaning to life. When you are mature, you're not getting ready to just treat people any kind of way. You're not going to be in a circumstance, a situation where you throw in tantrums as an adult. You're not just going to post anything on Facebook. You're just not going to drop any picture on your Instagram. You're not just going to tweet, read 
retweet and all that stuff. When you are mature, lacking nothing, you are very self-aware. When people are not self-aware, then I promise you at some point and sometime they are mature and lacking something, lacking something. And the word came to complete us. Because we he he already knew we could not do this in our own strength and on our own time. So I'm telling you, you got to understand this from a different perspective of maturity and maturing in Christ Jesus in maturing. You are very clear when you are mature, you are ripe, you are ready. And then the Lord can put you into things. When you are mature, you do not neglect things or not take care of things right? You do not neglect things or not take care of things because you don't want to do them. You that you don't do that. You don't do that. And my, and I can tell my feed is running a little slow. So if any of you have any questions or comments, I'm not seeing them right now. I don't want you to think I'm ignoring you, but we got to keep rolling with this thing in the Holy Ghost. So if you are mature, you are lacking. You are lacking. If you are immature, you are lacking something. You are missing something. You are missing something. And so this is the point in the period where you've got to tap into the word and ask the Lord, I need you to show me how to grow up because I'm lacking in these areas. And if I'm lacking in these areas, it means I'm not mature enough or developed in the word. And so I'm going to give you some scriptures that show you and demonstrate to you what it looks like to be mature in Christ, what it looks like to be in the mature things of Christ. Because when we are in the mature things of Christ, we act real grown up. We act real grown up. We we respond to pressure different. We respond to situations different. And we will not, I, I know for a fact, because if we are to model ourselves after Christ, I know for a fact how we treat people becomes very, very different. And the reason of how we treat, treat people becomes very, very different because when we are mature in the things of Christ, when we are mature in the things of Christ, we are not and we to treat people any kind of way. We can't afford to treat people any kind of way. And so we, there's a maturity that comes from being in the word. And so I want to give you this today. The first scripture, Hebrews 6, 1 and 4, it says, therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine. Let us leave the elementary doctrine. Let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of instructions about washing the laying in on hands, the resurrection of the dead and the internal judgment as this we will do if God permits when you are mature. When you are mature, you are constantly learning, constantly growing, but there is a biblical foundation to you. And when there is a biblical foundation to you, you will not go backwards. Mature people don't go backwards. Mature people don't cycle back. They don't have time to cycle back. Mature people are not reaching behind them for things. Paul said, I, 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 I'm, I'm moving forward. I'm not even focused on the things of the past. When there is a maturity that's come to us in Christ, we're not even focused on the things of the past. We, we, the basic foundation of who we are, Christ, we are in Christ has been established. Why? Because we go on to maturity. 
We go on to maturity. We're beyond the basic foundations. We're established in salvation. We're established in the resurrection. We're established in the truth of who God calls us to be. When we are mature in those places and in those levels, when we mature in those places and levels, we're not having to be taught essential doctrines all over again. We ain't going backwards. Mature people don't go backwards. They know that they don't have time to go backwards because any moment that we spend backing up, going backwards, going back to those same places, doing those exact same things, we've missed the opportunity to move into the things of Christ that we need to move into. So mature people ain't going backwards. They're not spending no time going backwards. They don't have time to. They don't have time to. They know that there is nothing behind them. That means they're not going back and grabbing old relationships. That means they're not going back trying to pick apart old situations. That means they're not spending a lot of time in their past. They're not getting ready to rehearse a lot of their mistakes. Why? Because they know the worst is there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I'm not getting ready to spend a whole lot of time rehearsing. I'm going to repent. I'm going to apologize and I'm going to keep moving forward. Why? Because I'm mature enough to understand that there is absolutely nothing behind me that I need. There's nothing behind me that I need. There's nothing behind me that I need to tap into. There's nothing behind me that I need to get. There's nothing behind me that I need to pick up. There's nothing behind me that I need to grasp at. There's nothing behind me that I need to go. There's no relationship that's behind me that is even worth me looking at again. Why? Because I'm mature enough to understand what Paul said. I'm keeping my eyes for and I'm moving forward in the things that God has given to me. But that comes with the maturity. That comes with understanding what the word says. There's nothing that I need behind me. There's nothing behind me that I even need to be attached to. You can't look back and move forward. <laughs> That's what your rearview mirror is for. You can't look back and move forward. That's what your rear. So mature people aren't looking backwards. They're, they're not looking backwards. They've left elementary doctrine. They're looking for the mature things in Christ. They're trying to understand kingdom. They're forever learning. The next scripture is 1 Corinthians 14 and 20. It says, brothers, do not be children in your thinking. Be infants and evil, but in your thinking, be mature. Infantile thinking is puffed up, demanding its own way, temperamental throwing tantrums, arguing, backbiting, gossiping. Those are immature. That's infantile thinking. Be infants and evil. He told us to have childlike behavior only in faith. Only in faith. Childlike behavior only in faith. Childlike behavior only in faith, but not infantile in your actions. Mature people ain't going to be on Facebook having no argument. Mature people ain't going to be responding to somebody because they clapped at them. Mature people are not going to move outside of anything that doesn't look like Christ. Paul is talking about those that get puffed up, those that say, oh, my dad can beat your dad up. Paul isn't want us to feel superior. He's saying here, mature people are going to be humble and walk in true humility. Why? Because they're thinking like mature people should think. They're thinking like mature people should think. So it ain't no it ain't no da -da -da and woofy woof. Not all that ain't going on. Not when you mature. You don't even have time for that. Why? Because you don't have time to respond to things in your environment that do not add up. If it, I always tell people, if it don't pay your bills, I'm just being real. If it ain't adding value to your life, if it's not multiplying or increasing you, why are you spending absolutely any time focus on that? Everything else is a distractor. It's going to divide you or take away from you. So mature people are not infantile in their thinking. They're mature in the things of Christ. 
childlike in faith, but mature, mature when it comes to evil things, not responding to everything in the environment around you. I told you when you are mature, it means you can respond to your environment in a, an appropriate manner. Mature people are conscious of what's going around them. There's a spirit of discernment. Why? Because they've been tapped into what the word says about them. My next scripture I'm going to give you is Hebrews 5, 12, and 14. For those that, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child, but solid food. For it's for you mature, for those of you who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. You drinking milk when you are grown is lazy. When you need to be eating meat, you got full teeth in your mouth and you still want to be wet nursed. That's a sign of laziness. When you don't want to grow in the things of Christ, when you don't want to study your word, when you use excuses like, well, the Lord knows how I am. And this is just the way that I am. And God knows where I am right now. Nah, that's immaturity. That's excuses. Those are things that are you, you are using so that you don't have to grow up in the things of Christ. So you don't want no accountability. Immature people don't want accountability. Mature people don't want to be lacking anything. So they're going to eat the word. They're going to write fully divide the word. They're also going to tap into the people that they need to tap into, which is my next scripture. They're going to be able to distinguish good from evil. You ain't got no, you 50 years old and you drinking Similac. You, 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 you ain't got no business drinking Similac. You should be eating some steak and some potatoes and something that is going to rich and nourish you at this level. See, here's the thing that, you know, you can look healthy and still be malnourished. You can look healthy and still be malnourished. You can look like you you hydrated and still be dehydrated. Why? Because you're not getting, you can look fat, is what I'm saying, and still be undernourished and not getting the nutrition you need. And so you can't keep drinking milk. You can't keep being in churches. Some people won't leave the churches that they in because it makes them comfortable and they don't want to go into a place that's going to teach them to live in faith and that's going to teach them to live in kingdom. They don't want to do that. They don't want to talk to them. They don't want to sit in no situation that's going to cause them to grow up because they're comfortable with milk. See, when you're comfortable with milk, you don't want no accountability. But mature people says, no, I need to be mature and lacking nothing. I need everything that I need that this word is going to believe me for lacking nothing. I used to make them excuses. Well, God knows my heart. He knows exactly how I am. He knows exactly where I am. And then I will go ahead and proceed to do whatever I want. That was a sign of immaturity. Not reading or not studying the scriptures on regular basis is somebody that's a sign. And you still just want milk. You want what feels comfortable. You don't want anything uncomfortable. You ain't trying to get uncomfortable. Trying to be uncomfortable. I ain't trying to. I don't. I ain't trying to dip into the word. I ain't trying to learn that. I don't want no spiritual accountability. I don't want no friends that's gonna make me grow up. So I'm gonna stay with some lazy, trifling friends that are just like me. So I don't have anybody that's gonna challenge me or push me out my comfort zone. You you should know sound doctrine, how to be able to distinguish the difference between good and evil. Mature people gotta know that. 
And the only way that you're going to know that, the only way, the only way you're going to know that is that by you sit yourself in the position of this word, mature and lacking nothing. The only way we're going to become mature and lacking nothing is that we understand what this word says about mature. The next scripture, um, Ephesians 4, 11, 14, and he gave them apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed and fro by the waves and carrying about every winter doctrine. It's the scripture I wrote for you this morning. What words about mature people have and can submit to leadership? When you can't submit to leadership, when nobody can't tell you nothing, when every supervisor you have has had a problem with you, when nobody around you can't mentor you, when nobody around you can't bring you nothing, can't tell you nothing, when you can't sit at nobody's feet. When you can't serve the least of them, you are lacking something. You are not mature. You are lacking something. Teachers and prophets and apostles and preachers are here so that you can be covered properly, so that you can be instructed in the word, so that you can go and instruct others in the word, so that you can raise your kids correctly. God provided the church with those for a reason to help build up the body of Christ. You need the church's leadership. You need teachings that take us beyond just milk. You need it. And at the point that you think you don't need it, if you can't be mentored, if you can't be coached, if can't nobody tell you nothing, then you will not grow. That is a sign of immaturity. When people get offended and leave church, that is a sign of immaturity. When you can walk away from the things of God, that's a sign of immaturity. And that is what the enemy has been wanting to do. He wants you to get offended. He wants you to get upset. He wants you to find a reason not to go to church. He wants you to find a reason to not submit to a ministry. He wants you to find a reason. Can I tell you something? The enemy don't want you to tithe because he knows that God owes you. There's a guaranteed promise behind the tithe. And some of y'all have been so focused on the church or the ministry getting the money instead of understanding that my tithe goes to God and it's to fund the things of ministry. So you ain't tithing, you ain't sowing, and you ain't even enacting the kingdom principles of Luke 6, 38. Giving it should be given unto me. Press down, shaking together, runneth over, shall men give unto my bosom. Well, if you ain't giving, ain't nothing coming back into your bosom. You rely just on your job for to sustain you. Well, here's the thing. If your job can't sustain you, if your job leaves you, if your job leaves you, what have you sown into in kingdom currency? What have you sown into in kingdom currency? What People are Malachi, the tithe, the tithe ended with the law. No, the tithe was before the law. The tithe was before the law. The tithe was before the law. But the enemy will have you in a place where you're not accountable. He wants you lawless. He wants you rogue. He wants you where you won't submit to the word of God and where you won't eat and live this word. It's intentional. It's craftiness. It's deceitfulness. That's why he'll have you in a place thinking that these sins and things don't matter to God when they mean absolutely everything. But if you ain't sitting under no shepherd, if you keep looking at a person's flaws, well, they can't tell me nothing. They got flaws. They got issues. They got struggles. They got whatever. No, you better find and pray and ask, Lord, where do you want me to sit myself so that I can learn to grow in the mature things of Christ? 
second peter 3 16 and 18 it says there are some things in them that are hard to understand which is ignorant and un unstable ignorant unstable twist to their own destruction as they do the other scriptures you therefore beloved knowing this beforehand take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability but grow in the grace and knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ mature people know they can't be friends with just anybody Mature people know they just can't have just anybody in their circle. Mature people know that they just can't connect to anything because if you're not strong enough, when you are connected to lawless people, you will become lawless. You will take scriptures and you will compromise yourself. Well, I remember as I uh, fought bravely or fought through this celibate thing, I remember I remember this. I remember I was having some conversation with a guy who was trying to date me and his exact words to me were, how do you know celibacy is the right way? And he went on to try to refute what I was believing and saying to him was to be true in the word. He tried to refute it. He tried to refute and tell me what I was saying. How do you know that's the right way? And I'm giving him the scriptures on sex outside of marriage and sexual immorality. And he was like, well, you might be the only person trying to live by this. And I'm like, you know what? I guess I'm going to be the only person to try to live like this. But he wanted me to be lawless. Had I not been firm in the word, I'd been I'd believe that. Think about, y'all come on, keep it real and think about how many of us have um, had sex outside of marriage and we've justified it and said, well, I'll just repent because God gave us a, no, right standing righteousness in the scripture, in the word is going to push you to be like, you know what, I'm going to fight to do this thing right. And you may fall, you may fall, you may fall, you may fall, we don't all fail. I ain't saying you're going to fall, but what you're going to do when you fall, you're going to get your butt set back up, you're going to dust yourself off, and you're not going to be intentional to be lawless. You're going to let the word take precedent. It is a battle. It's a bad boy. It's a battle. You're going to let the word take precedent. And you're not going to let anybody bring and manipulate the scripture so that you don't walk in the fullness of what you're supposed to be walking in. But if you don't know the words, if you think the word is hard for you to understand, do you know the only way the word is hard for you to understand is because you haven't asked the Holy Spirit to help you understand the word. And so the, the enemy will come and manipulate the word in such a way to make you think that you like he had me, he had me looking up stuff in the Bible to make sure I wasn't, I wasn't tripping. He had me looking up stuff. I'm like, am I tripping? No, but that's what that lawless, lawlessness wants it to be. Go read John one. Jesus is the word. If Jesus, here's the rule. If Jesus wasn't having sex outside of marriage, you don't have sex outside of marriage. We know Jesus didn't get married, but I'm just saying, if he didn't, he wasn't having sex outside of marriage, you don't have sex outside of marriage. That's got to be your rule. What would Jesus do? Was Jesus doing this? No, Jesus wasn't doing this. So if Jesus wasn't doing this, then I need to fight to live according to the way Christ wants me to live. Holy Spirit, help me to understand this word so I'm not out here living lawless. Because when you're out here living lawless, it's, I'm telling you, it's a setter for the enemy to get you off your path. It's a setter for the enemy to keep you from reaching and tapping into everything that you're supposed to tap into. The Lord, the, the kingdom never was never meant for us to be lawless. The kingdom was never meant for us to be lawless. There is a king, there is a rule, there is an authority, and the authority is in right. This is your royal ethic and your contract. 
So when you weaken some areas, that's why I told you, that's where the Holy Spirit builds you up. <laughs> this next scripture, 1 Corinthians 2 and 6, yet among the mature, we do impart wisdom, although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass. Wisdom comes from other more and mature teachers and people. Paul, Timothy had to have Paul. You got to have some wisdom of the age rulers, not your friends, not your homegirls, not your people that's been. You got to have some wisdom of the age rulers. You got to seek the scripture says to seek wise counsel. Um, Colossians 3 and 2 says, set your mind on things above and not things in this earth and not things eternal. You got to have some scripture. You got to have some mature people that you're connected to, some diligent people who study the word daily. Go ask your pastor if he studied the word daily. If your pastor ain't studying the word daily, or the people you attach to ain't studying the word daily, just get just just give them a little look. You got to be studying the word daily. Leaders should be studying the word absolutely daily. Maturity doesn't happen automatically. It's hard work. But there's a wisdom that God is going to grant to you if you keep building on it, if you keep eating at it, if you keep seeking it, if you keep being focused on him, you'll become mature, lacking nothing. Why? Because you don't give up. Being mature becomes very uncomfortable. I'm telling you, I see it all the time. It becomes very uncomfortable. So you got to be mature. You got to be innocent. You should be in your word. Every, I have to eat daily. Don't you eat daily? <laughs> you got to eat daily. So if you eat daily, you got to eat daily. You need to be eating daily. You need to be eating something, something that you're studying, meditating on so that you can grow. The last scripture, Colossians 1, 9, 10, it says, and so from this day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in knowledge. I am praying today that you be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all spiritual understanding. You need that more than anything. <laughs> you need the knowledge of God's will and on spirit and all spiritual understanding. I'm going to leave you with this scripture and then we're going to get out of here. It's first Corinthians two and 11. It says, no one can know a person's thought except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the spirit, using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated others. For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things for we have the mind of Christ. The word is going to give you the mind of Christ. The word is going to give you the mind of Christ. That's the only way you're going to understand how Christ expects you to respond, how Christ expects you to live. That's your to get in your position in kingdom. The word is going to give you the mind of Christ. So you got to tap into what the word says so that you understand Christ's thoughts, Christ's motives, Christ's intentions. You say you're a Christian. You say you're a Christian. You say you're a little Christ. You say you on this earth. To represent God, 
Oh, Lord, just get the glory out of my life. Well, you can't get the glory out of your life and you ain't operating kingdom. That's why, I, that's why I can't wait till these mugs get here. It's kingdom, baby. I can't wait till these mugs get here because they're going to remind us every day that it's on. It's about kingdom. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Do away with all your old thinking, your own mentality, all this religiosity, this, this even false Christianity stuff. Do away with it so you can become mature and lacking nothing. You're, you're lacking in the areas that you're lacking in because you ain't got the mind of Christ in that area. And the reason you don't have the mind of Christ in that area is because you don't know how to work. I used to respond to absolutely everything. I used to justify absolutely everything. And the reason that I was justifying and responding the way that I was doing because I hadn't received it by the spirit. When people, I remember one time, another time, I was talking to somebody about um, celibacy and I was saying to them and they were like, well, that ain't my conviction. And that's what they kept telling me. Well, that ain't my conviction. And I'm saying to them, the only reason that this is not your conviction is because you don't have the mind of Christ in that area. I can't I can't do like I, I feel like the world has ended when I'm operating outside in that area. That's a personal conviction. So when you don't have that conviction, it's because you don't have the mind of Christ in that area. You're lawless in that area. And why you're lawless in that area is because you don't want that part of you to be mature. You don't want, well, the Lord knows I'm struggling with that. He does. He knows, but he's giving you, uh, it's the word is it's in the scripture. It says he always provides a way of escape. <laughs> he always provides a way of escape. Ask the Lord, show me my way of escape. Show me how to live holy for you. Spirit, take this thing over. The struggle is real, real. The struggle is real, real. It's real, real. And since the struggle is real, real spirit, man, spirit, take this over for me and show me how to live this thing out the way that I need to live this thing out. I'm sick of lacking. I'm sick, sick of being without. I'm sick of not walking into the fullness of who you call me to be. I'm tired of living. I made a fresh commitment today. We're going to go. I wrote down fresh commitment, fresh commitment. 11-20-2018. I'm getting ready to put this on my wall. These are some things that I woke up with this morning and I just made a decision. If the kingdom is whole, he says, um, um, I let the kingdom, like that kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. If the kingdom of heaven is whole, then my earth has to be whole. And so I wrote some areas and did some fresh commitment to myself. I'm getting ready to put it on my wall and remind myself every day, help. You're going to work out every day with Keisha. That's what maturity. Maturity doesn't make excuses for not working out. Maturity doesn't say it's too cold. Maturity doesn't let you eat any kind of thing. Finances. You're going to get in contact with some people. You're going to make some decisions. You're going to unsubscribe for some things you need to unsubscribe from. You're going to pay, pay attention to what you spend. You're going to make sure you tithe and you're going to make sure you sow. You're going to make sure you give into the poor. Relationships. You're going to keep chasing and pursuing love, letting love lead, loving, letting love rule um, business. You're going to look for ways for opportunities to expand beyond your comfort zone, marketing strategies, tapping into the Holy Spirit for everything. Spirituality, you're going to keep God first in everything, keeping the main thing, the main thing. These are the things that I wrote out today to do a fresh commitment for myself. So you got to remind yourself because that's what maturity does. Maturity is very self-aware. Maturity is very self-aware. Maturity ain't finna let you treat nobody any kind of way. Maturity ain't finna act certain ways. Maturity ain't gonna be puffed up. Maturity is gonna let this mind of Christ be in me because I'm gonna spend time with God, God trying to figure out what 
you you want me to do and how you want me to live and I'm not going to live less. So I wrote, this is my fresh commitment to myself. My fresh commitment to myself to do the things that I need to do for myself to make sure I'm whole, to self-care, to make sure I need so I can so I can go into all the world and preach the nation. So I can go into all the world and preach the nation. This is my fresh commitment to myself. I feel like I should have took up an offering or something for myself. Like I was like this morning going, come on, LJ. This is a fresh commitment. This is what it, when I was studying this, this is what it means to be mature and complete. Holding on and tapping into the faith and not making excuses. Anytime you find yourself making an excuse, my uncle has taught me excuses ain't nothing but lies. Anytime you find a, yourself making an excuse for your behavior, you are lying to yourself. You are lying to yourself and you're going to be lacking. And anytime there is a gap, the enemy is going to prey on that. He knows your weakest weaknesses. He knew he knew what the enemy was doing. So come in and make a fresh commitment to yourself. Commit to yourself freshly. These are the things that I'm going to do spiritually, financially, <laughs> emotionally. Mentally, these are the things that I'm going to do for myself, because if every time I excuse any behavior, I'm lying to myself. Maturity means you can respond to your environment. Those of us who are mature are focused on life's purpose, directed. We are intentional and we have meaning. Yeah, Ev, that's what I said this morning. Absolutely no more excuses. I'm going to be mature, lacking nothing. No excuses. You cannot be avoiding your creditors. Answer the phone. You got to answer the phone. Deal with them. Talk to them. Whether you got money or not, answer the phone. Cannot avoid situations at work. You cannot avoid situations of people. Cannot mistreat people. Care what people have done. You don't get to mistreat them. That's not what the word says. You got to, you cannot, you cannot. So make a fresh commitment to yourself so that you can become mature and you can become whole. You can tap into kingdom and you can be absolutely everything God created you to be. No more excuses. No more excuses. Put you today. Get you a fresh commitment list and say, you know what? I'm making a fresh commitment to myself. Get you some accountability partners. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you where you've been lacking, immature and complete. Usually where you're lawless and where you've been making excuses where you've been making excuses, that's where you've been lacking. Yeah, Melissa, the Holy Spirit will convict you, but only if you're sensitive to his voice in that area. If you are not sensitive to his voice in that area, the Holy Spirit won't uh, won't convict you because you're quenching him and you're not listening to him anyway. You're not listening to him anyway. He dealt with me on several things yesterday. We were writing. He said, the only reason this keeps happening it's because you won't pause to tap into me in this area because you're afraid I'm going to tell you no. Right? Or you're afraid to hear what I have to say. Not so much as no, but we don't want to hear what he has to say. You got to put yourself in a position. You got to stop looking at what you think is successful and ask the Lord to show you what's successful according to your word. Our worldly successes will have us so messed up. Our worldly successes will have us so jacked up. You got to figure this out. You got to figure this out. You got to tap into this and you got to ask the Lord, what is it you want me to do here so that I'm not doing this thing according to my own self, my own thoughts. I need to do this thing 
in such a way that you get the honor and you get the glory out of this. And the only way he's going to get the honor and the glory is that you tap into the Holy Spirit. Well, that's it for today. I think that's good. I think that's enough for you to chew on. Don't don't leave this word in just your Facebook live. Go put this word in other places. Go share, share the po podcast. Because when anytime we're mature and lacking anything, there's gaps in the kingdom. So, Father, we thank you. We just pray for your wisdom in every area of our lives. Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come in, that you lead us, that you guide us, that you protect us, Lord God. That as you are enlarging our territory, you give us the wisdom that you're keeping us from evil, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the wisdom that only comes from on high. Lord, we ask and desire to be mature, lacking absolutely nothing. Holy Spirit, we invite you in to correct us. We don't want to make any more excuses. We don't want to make any more excuses. We want to be whole and complete so that we can be a service to the body, so that we can be in position in the kingdom. Lord, forgive us for our selfish places and show us how to look more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is not a work you can do on your own. You need the, the Holy Spirit to help you do this. Can't do this on your own. Can't do this on your own. You have to have the Holy Spirit in, involved with you. So get those scriptures. Go back, study this. Go back. Don't be afraid to watch a video more than one time. Go back, watch the last two days so that you can become complete and mature. Because what I'm going to tap in tomorrow is about your light and what your light is supposed to do. If there, dark, if there is darkness around you, your light ain't turned on. If there is darkness around you, your light is not turned on. Your light not turned on. There's your light not turned on. The right light is not turned on. You might think your light is not turned on, but your light is not effective. Darkness shouldn't be able to exist around you. Darkness shouldn't be able to stand in your presence. People around you that is in darkness should become uncomfortable around you. If people around you that thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.